tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And a world-governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to tinfoil hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Aaron, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Good morning, Swarm, and welcome to Fall Hat. You know I am. You know what I'm here to do. I'm here to rock. Guys, uh, we are in Philadelphia. We are going to record a uh, fun show here uh, at, here at the Watts studio. They've been nice enough to uh, hook us up. Our, our friend David Lugo from Elride Productions was nice enough to hook us up with this. So real quick, I'm going to bring in the guys joining me. Uh, he's got a great podcast. He's featuring with me. Uh, here in Philadelphia at the Heliums, please, w- please welcome Agostino Zoida. How Hello. are you, brother? I'm great. Good to be back on. And you have a great podcast called Homeschool? Homeschool Podcast. Sam's been on a bunch. Um, Eddie Bravo's done it a couple of times, too. Uh, we we have fun. Mostly comics, but I definitely love to talk conspiracies. So. Perfect. And then joining me also, he's uh, he helps me book all my shows across the board. Uh, he's got a great podcast called my family thinks i'm crazy please welcome mark steves how are you mark hello thanks for having me back a lot of the listeners thought i wouldn't be back after our last episode but here i am listen it was all love man <laughs> yeah it was all love it's all love that's why i'm and, here bro <laughs> uh, hey dave if you want to jump on you can jump on too if you want at some point you're more than welcome to jump on the podcast if you want to since our guest was unable to make it uh might as well anybody who wants to jump in you're more than welcome to jump on if you'd like um so you, uh, thank you guys so much. So we were going to do uh, Hotep Jesus today, but uh, he was running way late, and we have a show tonight, so we're just going to do it. Joining us, he is uh, from L Ride Productions, and he has a couple movies out. He has the movie Sensational out, which is about the censorship of the alt media, and he's got a new movie that out for free, right? I mean, you're putting it out to everybody. You might want to pull the mic up so we so they can hear you. Uh, he's got a uh, movie called Antifa, which they went really deep on. Please welcome David Lugo. So thanks for joining me, guys. Real quick, I want to tell you guys, uh, all this weekend, I am in I am in Philadelphia. To, well, I don't know when this is going to come out, but this weekend I'm in Philadelphia. It looks as though my Lombard gig has been canceled. Uh, you know, we have Beetlejuice, the mayor uh, of uh, Chicago, <laughs> shutting down everything. And I guess Lombard is going to be part of it. So that will be rescheduled. My next big show, if it goes, will be December uh, 3rd through the 5th at the St. Louis Heliums. And then I will be doing loss. Um, I'll be doing uh, the dojo in New Jersey, and I will get all those dates out to you. A lot of you guys have been hitting me up, asking me why isn't the tinfoil hat on YouTube anymore? Well, it's not that we we've we're not uploading. It's just we've taken a break. YouTube has given me two strikes for nothing. They won't even tell me what I said, or they'll tell me the episode and they'll just label it. 
hate speech or whatever it is, and it's not. I don't do any of that You, if you listen to the show long enough. So a lot of you guys on the channel, and I hope some of you guys will come and listen to the audio, you're asking where can you watch the video. All the videos now are going to be uh, on brokensimulation.com. That's brokensimulation.com. Uh, all the videos are there, plus videos from a lot of people from the Union of the Unwanted and uh, so you can check there. Go to brokensimulation.com. All the videos there. I'm going to start uploading them to BitChute again and to Rockfin. Rockfin, where you can get my 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 spiritual podcast called Zero. All right? And that's available on rockfin.com slash zero. It's my spiritual podcast. And you'll be able to watch all the tinfoil hats for free there. I will never charge you for for tinfoil hat, uh, tinfoil has for the people free of charge. Okay, so there's that, and then I got a great Patreon called uh, Tinfoil Hat. If you want daily dose about what's going on, go to go to Patreon.com/slash Tinfoil Hat. You get three to four a week uh, when I'm cooking with gas. Sometimes I'm on the road, so it's harder, but you will always get those. A lot of Q and As and all that stuff. It's a great way to support the show. We have T-shirts available. I'm selling them tonight at the show as well, but they are on fire. I have the Why Such a Sheep Joker shirts. I have. Uh, I couldn't believe they sold the most last night. The fuck your blue checkmark T-shirts, and then I also have um, uh, rage on behalf of the machine, which seems to be really uh, relevant at this moment. So uh, that's about it. Go to tinfoilhatt-shirts.com, or if you want mugs and hats, go to tinfoilhatswag.com. Okay, real quick. My bad. I tell you, no, it's all good. Um, Today's show, uh, one of the people bring to uh, who's going to um, sponsor the show is Elride Productions. Go to Elride.com. Okay, go to Elride.com, and you can check out their new video, Sensational. All right, today's show is brought to you by the movie Sensational, brought to you by Elride Productions. Okay, uh, David, can you tell us a little bit about your movie real quick? Sure. The film, uh, we started in 2017, actually. Uh, seems so long ago. Um, it's about a group of citizen journalists who basically use all the tools that are open to anybody to use to find the truth. Basically, what you do here on the podcast, you know, get people talk about what you've YouTube videos, you watch documentaries, share it. And we put it together in a four, in a five chapter film, which kind of shows you, you know, that everyone actually, did you guys see that Tim Pool, Alex Jones? Yeah, uh, stream? I haven't watched it, but people have been talking about it. So uh, they, they keep asking him, uh, you know, who are these globalists? What are the globalists? And we find the first guy named Cordmeyer Jr. Uh, he wrote a book called Peace or Anarchy. He was a CIA agent who started the propaganda units in the, uh, you know, for the U.S. government. And he wrote a, a book called Peace or Anarchy about a one world government. And it flows right into Hillary Clinton, Walter Cronkite. And this is all released from CIA. It's on CIA.gov. We talked about it on the last show. Um, so we, we kind of followed his footsteps and how everything he was involved with got kind of got turned over and transformed into the new age uh, 21st century information warfare that we're seeing right now. With the 2013 Smith-Moon Modernization Act, then you had the 2016 Countering Disinformation and Propaganda Act where they created something called the Global Engagement Center which essentially became a ministry of truth. Um, <clears throat> it is crazy how 
close 1984 <laughs> is to what's going on right now. <laughs> like, you got to ask yourself, how can you not be a conspiracy theorist right now? Like, what has to happen for you other than a Simpson moment where they rip their, their mask <laughs> up and there's Cyclops lizard people? Like, what's it going to take for people to go, oh, these guys are right? I mean, like, even if it's not happening here. Like, you see what's going on in New Zealand, in Australia, in Canada right now. Or what's it going to take for you to not even call it a conspiracy theory? Instead of just like, hey, these guys look into certain shit. Like, why even call it that? Of all the craziness going on right now, like, why would you just downplay somebody for looking into something? Now, what's it called? The Dark Web Intellectuals? What were they called? That group of guys that was like Rogan, uh, Ben, um, Ben, what's his name? Yeah, the intellectual dark web. They seem to be very anti-conspiracy, right? Like, they're always pushing against this stuff. And I just, I, I, it's unbelievable how, like, these intellectuals are just so anti-conspiracy. What's going to, like, how many times do conspiracies have to say something, then it was proven for you to go, okay, why not ask... Why not look into it? Like my whole thing with pedophilia, right? It's like everybody, there's no such thing as rapid pedophilia. And then it's just case after case after case. And it just doesn't matter. It's like these goldfish don't care. They just want to live in comfortable lies. It's like you, you climb up this ladder that society put there for you. And then somebody comes along and says, hey, you're going the wrong way. Don't go up there. But nobody wants to go backwards. Nobody wants to go down. So once you've created your worldview, you're not going to get off of that ladder. You're, you're going to stay up there and maybe shift a little bit closer to something that matches what you already think. But as soon as somebody comes and shakes the ladder, you're like, whoa, 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 stop. I don't want to hear it. Don't bother me. And that's why I named my podcast what I did, because every time I bring this stuff up to my family, the only people who I really want to know about this, you know, they're like, I don't want to be bothered with the politics, Mark. And I'm like, it's not politics. It's on your front doorstep. It's on your face, for God's sake. You're wearing a mask. Yeah. You know, you're, you're being bothered by it, whether you want to or not. And it's so. just like, and, and so, the, so we got these governors and these mayors making these ridiculous rules like no, 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 no Thanksgiving, no more than three groups of people. Uh, me, me, okay, yeah. No more than three people in your house. You, they can't use your toilet unless you're cleaning every t- two seconds. And yeah. you're like, what? Didn't you bring that up to me? Yeah. Like the ridiculous. There's, so in California, they made new guidelines for if you're just going to have people in your house. So you have to be outside. You can't be there for more than two hours. And if you're going to have people over, you can't have them use the restroom unless you're sanitizing it like every hour. Basically, like running it like a restaurant in your home, and they're like, you can't have uh, more than I think they said three households meet in a, a, in one household. Wow! So you can't have, like have my cousin and my uncle who live in two different houses. You know what I mean? It's dystopian, man. Yeah, yeah man. And California is like the worst, dude. They're I just, just don't think they actually. I think they're always amazed how much we listen to them, and yeah. they just are like. Okay, I'll crank it up to even yeah. crazier until some point <laughs> you're going to lose your fucking skull. But, but think about it. We've had, you know, since I've been born, we've had people who we call hypochondriac, germaphobes, right? Normally, up until this year, those people would have been like, you know, kind of shoot away. Like, all right, you know, you're paranoid. Now we've given hypochondriacs and germaphobes the ability to tell everybody what to do. 
And now, you know, these germaphobes are running the world. It's crazy. And to the point where you can't even have guests shit in your own toilet. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's my toilet. Yeah. I pay for the toilet. I pay for the water going in the toilet. I mean, I use I use Tushy, but that's a different story, <laughs> man. I use a bidet because I ain't fucking around, dog. Bidet people will rule the world because we won't care about toilet paper. We'll just be <laughs> fucking shooting water in our asses. Yeah, <laughs> swap out the tush, the tushy for each guest. Oh yeah, put a new one in. Oh, that's a, I never thought. What they made that rule? <laughs> all you tushy motherfuckers, yeah. swap out your fucking tushes. They're using the same debate. These savages. <laughs> <laughs> They're just uh, making shit up. Like England, there is a tier of who can have sex based on like. Your economic levels and just what kind of how how susceptible to the virus you are. And I just get people coming over like, I hate America. I'm like, where you're from, they're doing it and they're doing it even worse. Where is this magical place that you think everything is running great? I mean, you got Sweden, right? Or one of those countries like that. They The only thing they did is they did none of this stuff. They didn't do any of the lockdowns and they were perfectly fine. And it's like, if you have a friend who, who's died from this shit, and I know people are overhearing about it, I'm trying to figure out how to not talk about this, but it leads into just, and I know this is the third episode we're doing on this debate, but I mean, we are watching democracy die in real time, in real time. And it's like, you got, uh, you got Democrats going on MSNBC and CNN talking about how the Hunter Biden laptops are Russian disinformation. Yeah, it's it's that that that's the craziest thing is that when we found out the last Russian disinformation actually came from the Democrats, that was overlooked. It doesn't matter. But when it comes from another side where it's anything negative against them, it's, oh, no, that's Russian. No, that's not Russian disinformation. That's Russian disinformation. It's only, yeah, it's only propaganda when it's convenient for them. Meanwhile, everything, everything that the left gets is propagandized through yeah. the media, which has been owned by the Mockingbird Project, CIA, for the past how many years? So, you know, you're dealing with generation upon generation of people who have a blind faith in an institution that has consistently failed us. Yeah. As far and I, you're obviously a, a well acquainted with a lot of really great great journalists, and I think you know it's tough because you have this kind of uh, bureaucracy within these newspapers where you could have a fantastic journalist, but he gets edited to the point where all the truth in the article is watered down, and then people don't even read the article; they read the headlines, which the editor half the time chooses. So you're getting like journalism after you know through a filter, really. Yeah, I mean that's like you said, 1984. It's exactly unbelievable. What yeah, what pisses me off the most is like you know all the Democrat voters are going like, if Trump wins, I'm moving out of the country. They always say shit like that, <laughs> and they never do. But now that they've actually like announced the projected winner to be Biden, no one on the other side is going, we're leaving the country. It, yeah, it's like they're all just like, well, this is when my country needs me the most. <laughs> we're staying. We're gonna fight. You know, we're we're we're. And you don't see Trump supporters burning down cities because they lost. I mean, you know, I, you're not going to see that because those people have property and jobs and understand, you know, what it's like to lose everything you've worked your whole life for. Meanwhile, these fascists who call themselves anti-fascists are going around burning stuff down so the big tech companies can come in and get the property for steals. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. So their grandparent, their parents and their grandparents can buy everything. It's literally rich kid purge. 
Yep. That's what's going on right now. A, a rich kid purge. <laughs> and it's the biggest problem. And people just, I mean, like, even all the people who are just, you know, it's like Proud Boys versus Antifa. <laughs> it's just like you're all playing into this stupid freaking game. Yeah, it's the Hegelian dialect of creating a problem, imposing a solution after you get the desired reaction from your subjects. I mean, this is how you you run a nation if you're a king or a queen, and that's what they're trying to do, feudalism. They want us all to be living in a state of feudalism, where we're just serfs to the, uh, you know, kings and queens that are Apple and, and Amazon. Yeah. And and the fact that they say, you know, that, that like, there's no fact behind that, like, look at COINTELPRO. I mean, something that was discovered, the, the FBI office that was hacked was, or not hacked, but broken into, is a media PA not too far from here. And they found out that government agencies were getting in between U.S. groups like Black Panthers and Weather Underground and all those other groups and trying to make them fight, infight, to create that division and I call what we're seeing right now COINTELPRO 2.0. Yeah. Like, this is exactly what they're doing. They Like, the, the Proud Boys versus Antifa, Boogaloo versus this, us versus that. And, and at the end of the day, does, does anyone really think that the country's that bad that we need to burn it down right now at this point, <laughs> regardless of who you voted for? And I think we're slowly approaching that. I tell everyone, if you're going to watch a documentary, there's a great documentary called Ukraine on Fire, uh, executive produced by Oliver Stone. Uh, unbelievable film that tells you what happened in Madan during the Madan revolution right before um, they overthrew their government in a very similar situation to what we're seeing right now. Well, I, I totally agree with what you're saying. And, you know, I've been on the record. I'm not saying who I think it is, but I've been on the record that I believe the comedy community has been infiltrated, that this Me Too movement is part of this, you know, counterintelligence, getting everybody to fight with each other. Uh, I have my theories on who I think they are. I'm not going to get into it right now, but I, I believe it, man. Are you telling me that this art, which is dominating the internet right now, I mean, outside of porn, what is bigger on the internet than, than podcasting? And who's the biggest podcasters? Comedians. Comedians. Yeah, yeah I do. I mean, are you telling me that the comedy store that just had a giant doc on it that everybody's been talking about everybody watched that doc because there's nothing going on and they tuned in and it, it was so well done you know mike binder crushed that and dude you're telling me that they didn't try to get somebody in there it's like dude it's completely obvious yeah you know, and the last like three hosts of SNL have all been stand up comics, and like they gave Bill Burr a bunch of shit, even though I thought his was by far the, the best set of like the last three comics they've had on. They gave him a bunch of shit, about, and people were saying it was offensive, but it's like, yeah, but I bet your ratings were through the roof. That's why the next two hosts were stand up comedians. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, and, and look at the best. Like, can you name really like a standout? Like buddy film, comedy film over the last like few years, no. anything like a super bad like even the I mean, Seth Rogen he's you know he's a pretty liberal guy but I mean his comedy is great I think he he does some great movies we don't see any of that anymore because they're trying to take away like comedy well listen the 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 real censorship is on stand ups podcasting and mm-hmm. YouTube and what do those all have in common you don't have to pay a lot of money to make them. You can actually do them for no money. I don't technically even need a microphone. If I can just get 20 people to gather, they each hand me 20 bucks, yeah. I can do a quick scream at them pot, uh, yeah. uh, show, and I'm done. 
every other major form of art ha- has come with a, a price tag to it, meaning how much it costs to produce that. So you know yeah. that oh, yeah, as yeah. making movies, right? To make Absolutely. a really high end movie, it costs money. To do it on the independent is a giant financial risk. Oh, absolutely. Uh, movies, plays, books, albums, all this stuff for the longest time costs a lot of money to do. And that's how they controlled who got through. Yeah. And now that's gone. And stand up comedy is just like, and so you can't control it. How do you do? You just wage war on it. And that's through censorship and political correctness. Yeah. Where's the political correctness in, in rap? <laughs> <laughs> that's the best yeah. point. Well, and, and the allegations, too. It's like you can you can say a comic, you know, had some kind of sexual misconduct, but a rapper literally makes a whole hook about sexual misconduct bordering on abuse. I mean, some of these lyrics are, are not anything I'd want my future children to listen to. I'm so offended by what that comedian said. Now here's this song. I'm gonna fuck you, mom, and or 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 WAP. It's like how many how many you know kids I have in my family that knew about that song. I'm like yeah. looking at their parents. Like why are you letting your kids even know what WAP is? You know they're gonna figure out what the acronym stands for. I couldn't agree more. You know it's like get that shit out of your home because so, it's all the degradation of our culture. 100 percent i actually have no idea what wap means could someone explain that to me? wet ass pussy oh okay <laughs> yeah and right. it's you know it's just... welcome to being an old person that was your first old person i moment. literally have heard people say it and i'm like i have no idea what you're yeah talking about. I, I, now you're a little worse off for it <laughs> I am, right? you're a little it's dumber like your yeah. soul dimmed just a tiny bit yeah. Yeah. now you know what that is sorry i had um, to do that no, to it's you. Like, what am i ever going to use it in a sentence with my wife hey <laughs> <laughs> But it's just like the culture of like the bottom. And it's just like it's all manipulation, which is what I wanted to talk about to uh, Hotep about. And like, I, I hope we can reschedule if he can show up on time. I, I would love to interview him about that. But it's like it is all about it is warfare, man. We you know, uh, we were watching TV in the hotel room. <laughs> And you turned it on. Like, I don't watch any television, yeah. maybe a, a, outside of Ink Master. I don't really <laughs> like anything on television. And, you know, it, like, you just went through the channels. It was like flooding, election, blah, blah, blah. And it was just like everything <laughs> COVID, was yeah. just awful. It's terrible. And it's just crazy, dude. Dude. And dude, Sam and I live in Los Angeles, and that is like the last city to open up, which is sad because we are the entertainment capital of the country. And like the most biggest comedy clubs are all like within a couple blocks of each other, and they're not allowed to open right now. And I've like gone t- to war, which I don't I haven't really talked to Sam about at all, but I've actually been in touch with um, the uh, board supervisor, board of supervisors at LA County. I constantly email them back and forth and fight with them. I even wrote a plan to like safely do outdoor comedy. I'm like, can we do it like this? I, and I, they would say no because of this. And I go over and re- rewrite it and send it back. And the excuses they give me why they can't do it are just off the wall. It's oh, like, really? So you, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, dude. So you can have outdoor seating because right now we're only allowed to do restaurants outdoors, not indoors. So you can have outdoor restaurants, but you can't put one dude to perform in front of them while they sit there and eat. It and makes no sense. One of the excuses she came back and said to me, she goes, well... Uh, we feel that live entertainment makes people like stay and linger longer. And it's like, dude, who wants to stay at a comedy club when the show's over? When there's no comedy going on, why are we there? We're just letting people 
yeah. spitball at this point. And, and we're just accepting you it. You got people at going to a restaurant going like, do you guys have any tables? Yeah, but you got to wait 45 minutes. And you're waiting in a group. And then there's table turnover. Every hour they're putting, seating people at the same table. As we're comedy clubs, you buy your ticket. You know how many people are coming. You sit down. You leave. And no one's at that table again for 24 hours. So it's actually way safer. The it's no- so dumb. Yeah. The number one way to get COVID is through lingering. So I think, you know, we yeah. got to be careful not to linger, you know? Well, I mean, like, we <laughs> went and ate lunch today, and the notion of, like, us having to walk through with a mask on and then sitting down and we could take our masks off because apparently COVID is like uh, Velopteraptors where, like, <laughs> it, it can't see you if you're not moving, right? It just it makes no fucking sense it's all bullshit speaking of bullshit i want to tell you about our friends at tushy okay do you have a butthole okay then this ad is for you this ad's for me for for sure love tushy dude i mean like i really went through some stuff where like we looked like there was going to be a shortage of toilet paper do i worry about it no no nope because i got tushy dude all right i don't need no stinking toilet paper i got Tushy, okay? It's hard to believe that we go to the bathroom in this country. Most of us wipe instead of wash. Can you believe that? I mean, how bad is that? That is so barbaric. It's 2020. Get away from toilet paper. Get into bidets, okay? They used to, dude, bidets used to be hideously expensive, costing thousands of dollars, all right? Talk about elitist is a is bidets not anymore thanks to tushy okay tushy cleans your b-hole i love it I, this is the best ad ever <laughs> could tushy cleans your butthole poor dave he's gotta be like why did i jump on this <laughs> <laughs> hello t- hello tushy okay hello tushy is the best hello tushy cleans your butt with a precise precision stream of fresh water for just $79. $79. What is this? 1920 prices? No. It's 2020 prices, okay? Ditch your paper products and uncomfortable chafing when you... Dude, I can't even... Dude, I'm Armenian, okay? I'm, it's not even worth wiping at that point with paper, okay? I mean, I'm just I'm just trying to make it presentable at this point. I mean, dude, I, I, I mean... Toilet paper is bigoted against the Armenian people. It's the toilet paper is probably Turkish, to be honest with you. Okay, <laughs> and every Hello Tushy bidet attachment comes with a sixty-day risk-free guarantee and a twelve-month warranty. Okay, twelve-month warranty on something that shoots water in your beehole—that's America. Okay, join millions of of happy Hello Tushy customers right now and have a clean butt with every flush. Go to hellotushy.com slash tinfoil and get 10% off, okay? That's a special offer for listeners. Go to hellotushy.com slash tinfoil for 10% off. That's hellotushy.com tinfoil. All right, man. And get that wet-ass pussy. Oh, we use it in a sentence. Oh, look at you. <laughs> See, you use it in a joke, man. That's fucking great, dude. That's great, man. Yeah, we're living in interesting time. I'm just really amazed at the Stockholm Syndrome that is going on in this country. We love our captors. And just to watch people celebrating. I mean, I can't think of like something more depressing and buck-breaking. Than Harris eventually <laughs> being president. <laughs> I don't even think it will go that long. Dude. I agree. I, I I mean, listen, man, if you take a look at the last 20 years, all the in- insane things that have happened over the time 
of humanity have all happened again in the last 20 years, right? Another Pearl Harbor, you know, uh, I mean, a, a plague, uh, stealing of the election. I mean, we can go on false flags, damn, boom, boom, boom. The only thing that happened, hasn't happened is a president dying. Hmm. Well, it's kind of like the procession of the equinox. I mean, you, you consider, you know, guys like David Matheson or, you know, other people who research star myths and whatnot. I mean, we have a, you know, record of time in the sky passing over our heads at all times. So, like, these influences of the stars affecting us this time, 100 years ago, the same thing. I mean, Ross Ben was recently on the show. He wrote a whole book, I believe, about how the yellow fever in 1794 right here in Philadelphia was exactly the same kind of atmosphere as what we're dealing with right now with COVID. And, and that's your absolutely right thing, uh, Sam, with these things come in cycles. You know, we have like a cyclical karma that we're all going through. And as we progress, our challenges get a little deeper, a little more complicated, but we add from our lessons in the past and we grow from it, you know? So, yeah, there is a sort of repetition going on. Well, you know what? That makes me just believe in the hand of God is lizard people. <laughs> <laughs> that just makes me think there's lizard people or, or this group that is just so uh, they just can't create. So they just keep using the same game plan over and over and well, over again. Yeah, and to keep us in this sort of cycle is only possible by keeping us ignorant of the cycle because you're absolutely right. They're manipulating us into this kind of what Ross Ben calls prophetic timeline, right? Where they are trying to stage events in order to reap the energetic rewards, so to speak, for their clan, bloodline, whatever they choose to associate themselves as. But there's a sort of kind of uh, behind-the-scenes magic to this kind of ritual that we see with false flag events, with COVID, with anything that hits the whole world through the media is, is a ritual. You know, guys like Isaac Weishaupt have uh, made a pretty good career for themselves researching that stuff up. Uh, what's the other guy? Austin Kopic, right? No, the uh, uh, J J um, J Dyer. J Dyer's yeah. been really J. good Dyer. at that. So he's really good, and that's like it's very interesting how the powers that be don't care if you talk about the occult. I mean, Isaac's had all of his channels taken down, but that really is to me the whole thing is it's all occult rituals. Well, they just expect us all to be sued. So too dumb to understand it. I mean, what did they teach us in school? They taught us uh, like that the Greeks and the Romans had a whole pantheon. That's all they say. They don't tell you why they worship many gods. They don't tell you who the gods were, barely, depending on your history teacher. But, you know, these kind of figures in history transcend time. You have figures like uh, Mithras, who were used to model the Statue of Liberty that's out in New York City. Dude, you the know? Statue of Liberty is, is a dude. Uh, could win <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race. That's a true story. <laughs> you know? I mean, it's basically a dude in drag. Slinging dick on the corner. Yeah, and <laughs> you want to compound that, you can go over, you know, not too far. Wall Street has the bull. A bull is another symbol for Mithras, right? Or uh, Moloch, right? Well, Moloch is is an owl or a bull, but yeah. No, what is the what is the bull um, that everybody says they worship? Mithras. No, 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 no. It's like, oh, there's uh, another one. Taurus. <laughs> there's a, what is the what is the fucking? Are you thinking? God? Oh, Baphomet with yeah, the goat Baphomet. head. Baphomet. Yeah. Baphomet. Yeah, yeah. Baphomet. Right. That's I more mean, like that's a goat, but yeah. They're talking about how like the Chicago Bulls with Michael Jordan, how he happened to fall to number three, and the Bulls 
how that looks like Bathamint. Yeah. How that character looks like a lot. How, how their bowl looks a lot like Bathamint. It's interesting. Yeah, I never noticed that. Right? And yeah. it's just like he happens to fall. Portland doesn't take. <laughs> like the guy who just fucking made the energize the NCAA tournament and they go with Sam Bowie. <laughs> doesn't make any sense. He gets right there and he starts winning everything. It's it's kind of crazy, but that's what happens. And like anyone who hears that story will be like, nah, that's not real. It's like, dude, that's what they do, man. Yeah. Yeah, they use these symbols. And I mean, sports has become the new, uh, you know, bread and circus for the people, right? The empire needs to entertain us somehow. And these athletes have taken on the role of uh, demigods, right? With their branding and their, you know, whole campaigns, like the, the take a knee campaign. And, you know, we've had guests on the show before that have broken this all down really well, but just look at the name ball, right? We know ball is a demon God, right? From grimoires. Everything is basketball, baseball, you know, it's no coincidence. And you look into baseball, it's all Freemasonic. So when you really start to, you know, dig through and figure out how this country developed, you'll understand that baseball, football, basketball, they're all a part of this kind of creation of a, of a society that's manageable. They want to manage us. They don't, they don't want free-thinking people walking around this country. They want manageable, free-thinking people. I, I totally agree with that. And okay. uh, I think that's which makes this time that we're living in so interesting because nobody's watching television. Nobody's watching sports. I mean, the World Series... And the the um, NBA Finals and the the uh, the Stanley Cup all were the lowest ratings they've had in forever. And then television, nobody's watching it. I mean, what are they going up against? Though they're going up against the like biggest election ever, which like had way more views, right? Yeah, but still, I mean, like people would be tuning in. I mean, like I would say in a normal time, like in 2016, you would have an argument like mm-hmm. that. But you're talking about a time where a lot of people aren't working. They're dying for some kind of entertainment to yeah. mind them. And they still didn't watch it. Yeah. I, I think they really took the steam out of a lot of sports fans. I mean, how could you keep up? I, I barely was a sports fan, but now I'm not at all. Because what was there to watch for like three months there? Now everything kind of is in a bubble, right? We've got basketball games going on in these bubbles. I don't know if that's still going on, but... That just shows no, how much they're going to start the 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 season up again in December, late December. Yeah, and they're going to play in their arenas, but without any fans. Still no, unless Ticketmaster, unless it goes through Ticketmaster. Oh my yeah, god! Did that, you guys man. see that? Right? Yeah. No. Yeah. Ticketmaster. Yeah. What are they going to do? A test? Is they're going to basically test you for your so vaccination? You, in order to buy a ticket through Ticketmaster, you have to either prove you've had the vaccination or you have to show up with a negative test, a COVID <laughs> test. That's Why how it would starts. you do that when SeatGeek could ju- you could just buy the same ticket on SeatGeek? You're going. I have friends who work at fuck Ticketmaster. I feel for them mm. because that they're going to bottom out. So you're just gonna have like a vaccinated section where people sit in the stadium now. Like, okay, these are all this vaccinated, you know, people. Everybody else who's 
contagious gets this side of the state. Well, I mean, like we're one step away from putting the yellow star on you. It's like check your papers first mm-hmm. now, and you know, yeah. like something like that. I mean, it could social credit. Yeah, eugenics was a scientific attempted takeover. You know, it, no matter what, they were really crazy people in there. Now you think we were putting the doctors back in charge? Some of the scientists, and I'm not saying all scientists, all doctors, but you you. You put those people back in charge, and that if you have a bad apple or two bad apples who are at the top, now you can't live a life. And then we're separating us. And those that energy that you were talking about, us being you know vibrational beings, like how much how, how many good vibes can you put off if you're stuck in a room? You can't go. You don't want to have a vaccine. You don't have a vaccine. You don't trust. So I can't go out anywhere. Can't go to the movie theaters now. I can't go get. You know, can't go smile eat. if everyone's wearing a mask. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you know? Kids are getting. They say this is going to affect children really. Oh badly. yeah, dude. There's no way that it couldn't. Oh yeah. It, 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 I try to smile as much as I can, and I hardly ever wear a mask. As soon as I'm in a store and I get past that barrier where they have a checker making sure you have a mask, I take it off because if you're in the store and you want to tell me to keep my mask on, I'm going to throw it right back in your face and say, you're wearing yours. What's the issue? And you know what the silver lining to that is? You inspire other people like me, like you, like us to take off their mask. And that's the slow charge towards patriotism and not this new world order BS that we're dealing with. It is unbelievable. Not wearing a mask is like fucking punk rock. It's punk rock, dude. People (laughs) look at you like you're crazy. Did you see that video? I think it's from out of uh, England. They have a plastic curtain where families can go hug now. <laughs> oh, I did see that, man. Dude, it's That's crazy. So fucked up. You, it's like what? And they, and that they're like, this is great. You know, now they hug can reconnect. A plastic curtain. Yeah. yeah, you stick your arms through it and you hug people. You're not reconnecting. You're not no. touching. <laughs> That's like like scary. your mom's like a like a nuke. That's, you know like you got to touch it with your gloves. <laughs> yeah. But think about that on a, on an energetic level. Think about this because what they found with shoes is that you actually cut yourself off from the magnetic energy of the earth by wearing a rubber sole on the bottom of your foot so imagine that's by done on purpose and yeah thank you sam and what do you think's happening when you have to hug your mother or father through a damn rubber sheet i mean plastic or not was that what tesla was working on like the coils (laughs) he was working with the coils trying to generate energy from the from the earth so, like, what you're talking yeah. about, maybe he was onto something with that. I don't know, of man, course. but, you know, they always used to say, like, if you sanitize too much, you, you're killing your immune system. So, you, should, you know, people shouldn't put sanitizer every day. So, like, what do you think seven, eight, nine months of wearing a mask and not going outside is going to do your immune system? The <laughs> yeah. regular cold is going to fucking kill you, man. Yeah. It's going to kill you. Alcohol sanitizer kills everything. It doesn't just, like, it's not a sniper. It doesn't go in and only shoot COVID. You know, it's destroy. It's a carpet bomb on your skin. You're killing everything that's naturally there. I mean, you're created to have this immune system for a reason. And and humans, oh, with our genius, we've decided to engineer a cure for everything. But all it's done is made us sicker. Look at hospitals. They're full of sickness and illness. And God forbid you're a healthy person who has to go visit a family member there because I wouldn't want to do it. Your chances of getting sick are uh, increase. Times fifty when you go to a hospital, yeah. it's yeah. an incubator. I couldn't agree more, dude. That's science not a place of healing, crazy. You know? but science has done some great things. You know, <laughs> like our friends at him. All right, sixty-six percent of men start to lose their hair by age thirty-five. Once you notice that the thinning hair, it might be too late. Is that hairline slowly starting to move backwards? Any bald spots? The best way to present that hair to prevent hair loss is to do something while you still have some. Why don't you turn to the to what? 
Why do people turn to weird-ass solutions? Everything okay? Why does everything turn to weird-ass solutions, okay? Go to our good friends at 4 One-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness. I love sexual wellness for men, okay? It's time to write a new chapter, one in which you have hair, okay? No, no snake oil pills or gas station counter supplements. Prescription solutions backed by science, okay? Hims created a guy who knows men's health conversations are easier online than in person, okay? For Hims connect to you to a licensed medical professional online, which could save you hours. Completely confidential and discreet. Ask, answer a few questions, and a medical professional will review, and you, and they will determine what is right for you, and can prescribe you medication to treat hair loss that is shipped directly to your door. So here's what's going on today. Hims is giving you the best offer yet. If you're not happy with Hims results after 90 days, Hims will give you a full refund. That's right, man. My listeners will get a full refund. Visit absolutely free okay so go to hymns.com slash tinfoil that's hymns.com slash tinfoil that's f-o-r-h-i-m-s dot com slash tinfoil okay full refund pay price paid available at, for the first 90 day supply Re- refund request must be made between 90 to 180 days at the product shipment delivery product product prescription products require an online consultation with a medical professional who determines if a prescription is appropriate restrictions apply see the website for full for full details and important safety information just remember to go to forhims.com slash tinfoil so thank you guys for listening to that uh yeah man i am starting to realize that everything is a long con and they've been doing this for a very long time. And it's just all starting to bubble up. And for me, it's just that people are just trustworthy and they're just abusing the shit out of it. And uh, psychopaths don't care about that. Most people don't. Oh, I don't want to lie. I don't want to abuse this. I want to be not psychopaths. Yeah. They'll, they'll go hard in the paint right at you. And those are the people that rise to the top. I mean, there are scientific, legit studies that show that there is a high percentage of psychopathic tendencies within people who are CEOs, you know, those high power, high competition positions, you know, they're just cutthroat. Sit- yeah. They're sitting in that office building all day thinking about their next kill, you know, <laughs> in sports, it's called a, a super competitive. Yeah. Hmm. Right, they're like, oh, dude, oh, Jordan was so competitive. He was a psychopath, <laughs> right? Yeah. Kobe Bryant, psychopath. Yeah. When when it's a coach, you know what they call him? Old school. <laughs> he's an old school coach, man. He just does it old school. That means he's an asshole. Yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer, super competitive. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> you want to set the high score in most Filipino boys? <laughs> Where was Dahmer out of? Well, uh, he was from like the Wisconsin, Michigan area. Oh yeah, Wisconsin. I dude. think I could be totally wrong, but yeah. I did think... he vote this election? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Him and all his victims. <laughs> that is crazy, dude. Well, that's the whole thing. They think uh, serial killers were uh, MK Ultra. Yeah, there's some good evidence that uh, Doctor, I think his last name was Gottlieb, out of the uh, same area as Laurel Canyon, a big music hub back in the '60s. But they were doing intense, intense MK Ultra projects on people like Charles Manson. Sure enough, what did Charles Manson get involved with? So yeah, and then the Golden State Killer is another huge one, and that guy, I mean, only recently was caught. 
So the MK Ultra program had its fingers in many pots, not just the entertainment industry. They tried to uh, basically, you know, with the whole psychedelic uh, cat out of the bag deal where everybody was doing psychedelics and it wasn't brain controlling them like the CIA wanted. They were like, all right, now we have to go in and make these hippies look like irrational killers oh, that yeah. modern America in the suburbs that, you know, mom and pop will be afraid of. And and what happened? Everybody, I mean, there's a stigma. I had long hair down to my shoulders for two years of my life and there was a stigma because there's still a stigma against hippies. It's like this wild, you know, oh, you're just a wild hippie, you know. But, you know, really, in reality, the hippie movement was just a breakaway from the patriarchal kind of traditional way. And they just wanted to, you know, go and have a try a different type of, you know, experimental community. And the powers that be will never let you do that. You know, they, they throw people like Charles Manson in the mix so that a good thing can't get off the ground. So many patsies out there. Dude. Yeah, they try to ruin the grassroots movement. So many, pa- oh yeah, dude. Yeah, one hundred percent. And there's that's why I say there's no doubt there's been influence on the comedy scene. Uh, who's who's able to get into these? Play- I mean, like if you take a look uh, at what's going on on Netflix, I mean, like unless you're extremely popular, the only people getting specials fit into this narrative they want out. Yeah, if you don't play ball, you don't get any, you know, you don't get to play on the court. You Who was the guy that the uh, Century of Me was based out of on uh, his uh, Benes? Is that his name? Oh, Edward Benes, he's the uh, nephew of Sigmund Freud, and he used a lot of, I mean, let's talk, Sigmund Freud was a wacko who got a lot of things wrong. You know, let's make that real clear. If anybody wants to go back Loved and, Coke, and look, Loved look, Coke. yeah. You're not going to find much in Freud's research that's valuable today. I couldn't but... think of anything worse than a psychiatrist on blow. Imagine, <laughs> the, imagine going there and your fucking psychiatrist is just fucking blowing out on coke, fucking <laughs> grinding their teeth. Well, back... hey, uh, well, what's going on? I think you want to fuck your mom. I think that's your problem. <laughs> Why? I didn't... We're talking about my dog. What are you talking about? No, you, you really want to bang your mom. Okay, whatever, weirdo. He was just making shit up as he was going. Yeah. But Century of Self, Edward Bernays, nephew of Sigmund Freud, and and I believe Edward Bernays has a uh, relative that owns Netflix or is created Netflix, created Netflix, which right? is the first New World Order entertainment. Exactly, every single country has their own Netflix, and then because of COVID, they just start shipping, flipping all the uh, entertainment around. So we would get like this country's entertainment; they would get like stuff that's specific to each each country. Yeah. They would just start shuffling around, so they would get new new uh, entertainment. Yeah. I, I think I remember there being like a little devil tail on the Netflix original logo. Am I wrong about oh, that? Probably, dude. At the, the end, yeah, and you you see that kind of like satanic, devilish, demonic. And I'm not like a by the book Christian or anything, so it's not like you know I'm Bible thumping here. But when you see those little signs, you know there's dark arts at foot there. You know, it's like. They can't help themselves but put a little calling card out there because everybody starts as a fool. You have to start off as a fool, and they know that. But eventually, you're going to catch up, you're going to make it down the road, and you're going to learn the game. And I think karmically, that's how they protect themselves is like by throwing those hints out there like a devil tail. Or or siren, you know, Starbucks being the siren logo, and yeah, we've tried know. to talk about that. <laughs> he just handed me this. Ambassador Susan E. Rice appointed to Netflix board of directors. Oh yeah, and so isn't uh, wow. the Obamas are both a part of that stuff. Yep. 
do you ha- do you can you see the original Netflix logo? I kind of want to see if that, what it looked like. But that's revisionist history. I mean, of course, they're going to let Obama in there to rewrite all the crimes he did in the past uh, eight oh. years before Trump. You know. Well, it's so interesting. Sugarcoated. What's that? For a book deal that nobody's going to read that many books. <laughs> yeah. 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 Which is the most bullshit fucking thing. I mean, the balls on that guy to put out that thing, which was demonizing, uh, you know, Chinese. uh, uh, He was sticking up for American workers when he wanted to sign that giant free agent deal, which basically Hillary Clinton called uh, NAFTA on steroids. And like, believe it or not, like the, the, the Republicans wouldn't let that pass through. And again, we have Stockholm Syndrome. Like, you know, Trump got out of these bad trade deals, and we still... And did we really, like, vote for Biden? It's just... It's it's unbelievable. <laughs> it's like how everybody is okay with this. And they don't want to come to grips with the mass fraud going on. This is the end of democracy if this, well, if this comes. It's the end of democracy, dude. Even if you think democracy is a giant psyop and these people are giant, like they're all puppets, which I'm not going to argue with you on, but the people showing up in these fucking rallies, that is democracy. And one guy got all of them and the other guy got none of them. And you're telling me the guy with none of them won this election. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, crazy. do you think anyone's going to believe it? Even if, say, they come back and everything works out for Trump. The lawsuits work out, the audits, the hand hand counted ballots. They're so on cloud nine right now that yeah, if you the brainwashing's been done. Yeah, if you poke that cloud and it, and they fall down, do you th- that's just chaos. That we're asking for trouble right now. You no, know, that's what they want. That is the I'm literal gonna, reason that they're they going to the do table. this. I'm a little too young to remember. How did like the, the public take it when they gave it back to Bush? Like where people were just like, oh, Bush. Made that up like no, he but was a baby. Bush, it, it, no, man, he he was kneecapped coming in, and his his ratings out the gate were like bottoming out. Everybody hated Bush when he got in. That I remember. <laughs> and, and this, and you know, I, I, everybody calls me a conservative. I, I'm just not, man. I'm just like there's things that Trump did I like, but man, yeah. I mean, like when Bush got in, dude, he was fucking hated, and then nine eleven happened. And his popularity skyrocketed. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I'm from the area where he went to school. He's got a reason to be hated because you don't have to spend more than a day in New Haven to hear a couple stories about George W. Bush being a bum, driving around town, getting pulled over multiple times, getting thrown out of bars. So the guy was a loser. The guy was, was he used wet ass pussy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. But he was he was a prop. You know, the Bush yeah, family it. used him. Funny. You know. Well, his I, father used him to give himself a longer presidency. Well, yeah, his dad was president since Reagan's first day all the way to uh, exactly. Obama's last day. We've talked about that for sure. And, uh, you know, I, a lot of people, there's people who said to me that they thought Barack Obama was that, that Joe Biden was actually the guy that was running everything during Obama's turn. And Obama hmm. was just a mannequin. Huh. Obama was uh, taking on uh, Michelle's tranny ass, yeah. <laughs> which is, uh, you know, 
<laughs> Which is it's very interesting because even that discussion gets people weirded out. Yeah. yeah. But I'm just like, hey, and dude, if you have a black belt in Listen. conspiracies, you can have a discussion about it without losing your skull. I don't understand like this thing about these these like even discussing it is offensive. Why? Well, if you're so sure it's like not real, why are you afraid to have the discussion? And it's not people- like it, oh, sorry, it's not like it's unwarranted either. There was a video. Yeah. There was Joan Crawford. She came out. No, uh, uh, Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers, yeah. She came out, said something, suddenly dies. And then, you know, it, like people started asking about it. It's not like it was unwarranted. Yeah. And well, then her dong is just fla- flapping around <laughs> during Ellen when Ellen's dancing. And we all realize that. I mean, Ellen's fucking ratings are in the toilet. I mean, like, what do you don't like that Trump didn't do? You don't like that he's a meanie. Obviously, he's a Zionist. I don't like that. I don't like that he his son is a foreign asset in the fucking in the White House. I don't like that. Okay, it's this culture of you know sensitive parents, right, that have raised their kids to be these little fragile eggshell people. So now, when they're all adults and they can finally vote, we have the big mean orange guy who's just a bully. Oh, he's just a bully. Don't don't worry about anything he says because it's all just insults and. You know, you talk to these people who obviously don't like Trump. What do they say about him? They say, oh, he never lets reporters ask him hard questions because he doesn't want to answer hard questions. It's like, no, because for years the media has kissed the president's ass. And finally, we have a president who can't have his ass kissed because he is not on the media's side. So, of course, he's going to be battling with the media. And, of course, they're going to make it look like he's the bad guy. Because what do you mean? Like they did? They, they didn't even go after a uh, fucking. You're totally right. But these people, like, oh, they can't ask hard questions. Like, dude, what were the hard questions asked of Obama? Yeah. What yeah. were the hard questions asked of Bush till much later into his? All Trump has gotten is hard questions because they always freaking word them in a way where they know he's gonna fumble it because the guy's think, not perfect. Just think about this, dude. Trump may not get a second term. And he didn't start a war. Now, I, I'm not saying he didn't try. He, like he seemed to be wanting to go at it with Iran and Venezuela, but they didn't. They didn't happen. And the same people that would have chained themselves to a goddamn tree, saying no war, peace, are the ones who wanted him out. And he won a Nobel Peace Prize too. Oh, he's he's yeah. no, uh, he's nominated. He's nominated. Trump oh, I thought he won, won one. Yeah. Oh, the me, Nobel Peace Prize. But that's is crazy. He's nominated. To... He's not. Dude, Harry. A just so for... you know, Henry Kissinger has a Nobel yeah. Peace Prize. <laughs> no, Obama nothing to like strive for. The Nobel Peace Prize. It's nothing yeah. but noble. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's basically used to. It's like um, it's like the Golden Globes, right? Mm. They just use that to give kind of credit to entertainers. Oh, he got a Golden Globe. Nobody gives a fuck. It means nothing. I mean, Brooklyn Nine Nine had a Golden Globe. I mean, that should you should just use that as a paperweight at that point. <laughs> you could buy one on eBay to impress chicks. Apparently, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, you don't even have to be an actor to have a Golden Globe on your fire. It just doesn't even make any fucking sense at all. I just do not understand how the liberal way of looking at it is 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 voting in people who uh, went from two to seven wars without any congressional approval, locked up more black people than any other two politicians in the history of running. You know, I don't understand who openly said marriage is between a man and a woman. Yeah. Who, you know, a woman who refused to prosecute the Catholic church with 
fucking severe accounts of uh, pedophilia that the, the church was accused what of. about Biden on camera himself in the White House on C-SPAN touching 13, 8, 9, 10-year-old Man, children in front of their creepy. parents? This guy's on a power trip. He's showing those senators, hey, you see this? I could do whatever I want to you and your kids because he's a freak. He's Dude. a sicko. Like Trump said, he's a loser. His wife <laughs> and daughter died, and he married the babysitter. That's fucking creepy, bro. Yeah. Jesus. And you know what? We see this with celebrities. There's always people around them that die because you have to sacrifice somebody you're close to to even get to that point. It's like the blackmail stuff. You know, blackmail's not good enough for old Joe Biden. He had to kill his wife. Yeah, I mean, know, it is crazy. To get dude. into the power circle. So, yeah. like, that's what we're dealing with. And that's not conspiracy, ladies and gentlemen. That's facts. You can go and track that down yourself. The C-SPAN footage is out there. C-SPAN doesn't fuck around. C-SPAN ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's no editors on C-SPAN. That's direct to, to, to air, you know? It is. It is nuts, dude. It is nuts. And the pl- then you look into the proliferation of pornography and what effects that's having on this country. And, like... You know, it's just like where what I don't know what the answer is because, like, you know, women should be able to be as sexual as they want to be. You shouldn't be able to tell women that they can't do this or do that with their bodies. But at the same time, it's just like when that becomes who you are, it's like it's just a very hard, hard life to live. I mean, for me, growing up like in a semi suburban, semi rural area. Uh, it seems like the opposite. Like chicks are are empowered by being virgins, right? By holding on to their virginity, that empowers them. They flip that on its head. So now, being a slut, being a whore, being a loose person, even men, gay, straight, that's now empowering. Gay just, guys are shutting it down. <laughs> no, 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 giving it out. Got to put a ring on it. it might be a cock ring, but you do got to put a ring on it. <laughs> You know better than I. Sam. I don't know anything. <laughs> I don't know anything. Who told you what? I mean, these are the worst liberals in the history of liberals. It's yeah. like, dude. Well, they're neocon. Liberals. They're not even yeah. liberals. Yeah. Yeah. I like. I don't even like really using that term for them because it's like it's unrecognizable. Leftist is more, more accurate. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Leftists, progressives—they're all the same fucking thing. Bolsheviks. Dude. Yeah, they're not one hundred percent, dude. Yeah. I get the same thing that you do. Do people accuse me of being conservative? And I'm not. Like, we're stand up comics. Our job is to stand in the middle, entertain everyone. What but somewhere to being a along the line, the left moved so far over that the middle became the new right. And and that's where we stand. Rob I mean, Schneider dude, you talks have... about it. What's that called? Rob, Rob Schneider talks about that all the time. Does he? Classical liberals are now considered to be conservatives. <laughs> yeah. And, and Rob, Rob Schneider, he's not even all white. You think that only white comedians are, are you know, centrist or all right. Rob Schneider's a mixed race guy, you know. He can is have he? what is he? He's half Filipino. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, that. so so a guy like that, they'll never put him up in Hollywood as a face now if he has that kind of opinion because uh, according to Hollywood, mixed race people are only leftists or or black <laughs> minorities are only leftists, you know? It's like they don't put conservative voices out there unless they look like rednecks. That's it. I feel like there's pressure on white women to be interracial. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. My right? sister's like, dating a black dude. Well, I mean, like, I'm talking <laughs> you know? to trust it's me. No big deal. I've watched but... a lot of interracial porn. Yeah, I'm not judging it's no big anybody. Deal. You know, I've set the high score. I can pick out some black dicks from a fucking police lineup. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so 
That's just hey, dude. Hey, it is what it is. I came. I came here from strange times, man. But you know, so I'm not judging. But it just seems like there's this push, yeah, to like make that what is. And I don't know what it is. And I listen, date whoever you want, man. Whoever you're attracted to, as long as they treat you well, yeah, okay. But whoever you date, whether whatever their color is, whatever their their race is, whatever that is, man, you know. A woman's. A, well, I feel like we've taken, and this is part of the like the pill, creating the birth control stuff. We've taken away women's responsibility to pick the best mate. Yep. And they find when women are on birth control, like they they're attracted to bad traits of men. I know I've said that before on the show, but that that's done. Like you want to think about eugenics and like Nazi scientists. That's like done purposefully. Yeah. And and everybody forgets that Planned Parenthood started as straight up eugenics, no bones about it. I mean, on a recent episode of Tinfoil Hat, we talked about how North Carolina had a eugenics board up until the seventies, right? So, I mean, people like Bill Gates, his father, were very heavily involved with eugenics. So, I mean, it's it's depopulation, and now you get to the point where they're uh, you know getting these women to think it's okay to abort a nine month. You know, eight month but old is fetus? anybody doing that? I just feel like that's another side to get people to be like, "Oh my god, they said this is <laughs> legal." I, I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying we gotta these really extreme things. Yeah, we have to make sure that they're they're real. Mm. Now, I'm not saying they didn't pass a law saying that. I mean, like I know I'm gonna get pounded on that uh, if you got past the black dick joke and you're still with us. Uh, <laughs> I know I'm gonna get pounded on that, but. Um, I just wonder if that's real or is that more of this psyop to get everybody to fight with each other? Well, they, I mean, they that also goes hand in hand with the whole stem cell black market stuff. So, I mean, if you consider that there are a lot of rich people out there willing to pay money for stem cells so they can live a couple extra years and go on a few more vacations, it's pretty you know feasible for me to imagine that, even though at this point I have no tangible evidence to prove it, Right. only what I've heard. I think I do, I do think it's interesting the whole uh, right to life, right to choose. Uh, you know, it's like I I pick I I say I want the government out of my body. I don't want people that have the right to government out of their body. And so you pick we can pick what do you what are you for bringing a child to the child to to life? But then we take a look at how many kids are in foster care and how many of these kids go missing every year. Eighty eight percent of the children that go missing are from foster care and what happens to these children unspeakable shit so what's going on what so that is the decision what is what is the right decision i don't have any answers on that yeah you know and like i mean like it's easy to sit there and go i want women to only have sex when they want to have babies that's easy for you to say out loud what's happening behind closed doors are you trying to hit it and quit it <laughs> Like, I mean, like, that's the problem with society right now. Hypocrisy is not punished. To say something out loud and then, then act totally different behind closed doors is like, that. it's just wrong. So you could sit there and say women should only have sex when they're trying to procreate. Uh, good luck on that. Yeah. I mean, this is 2020. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, feminism is great. You know, bizarro Nazi feminism is like, it's just crazy people. But the empowering women is, I think we all agree with that. I mean, like, we hear how women are treated in certain, you're like, oh, dude, that, like, you have a visceral reaction to mm -hmm. that. Yeah. You know? Like, like, 
And the, the sad thing about everything, every group is that outside of male feminists who are 100% pieces of shit <laughs> outside of that, right? Mo- most groups are judged by their, their loudest and craziest. Yeah. When the reality is 90% of the base is the wonderful people just trying to live their life and just want to bl- live their life according to their beliefs. It's that crazy little percentage that's always screaming the craziest shit that gets all the the airtime with everybody. Yeah. And it's done purposefully. Like when they had that, like I think it was in New Zealand, they had that one uh, lesbian or feminist on there that said, you shouldn't change a baby's diaper unless it gives you consent. What? <laughs> I think like, a poopy diaper is pretty much consent, yeah. right? I, I, <laughs> that's the consent. 100% should be. Yeah. But the question is like, why is she on television? Why? Because she's saying something so nuts God. that will drive everybody crazy, and we're all fighting with each other. Yeah. yeah, I think it's child abuse to not change its diaper after yeah. a while. I think it, I think is. it develops that's like a rash. Le- and shit. Yeah, I babies think that's go legally. nuts when you don't change your diaper. Yeah, babies cry for three reasons: ah, uh, they're hungry, they're tired, or they have a poopy diaper. Uh-huh. And they're not. And they're, give me a sign. <laughs> Give a wink at me if you want me to change your diaper. It's just not going to happen, man. Yeah. But then some bizarro chick gets state gets on television saying that. Yeah, and it's done with both sides, whether it's uh, you know progressives or conservatives. You know you what's know? funny is like the people who are always saying "my body, my choice" are going just get the vaccination and quit being a yeah. dick. Put a mask just on. Put the mask on. <laughs> yeah. What's the big deal? You know. Yeah. You're absolutely right. It's like, where's the mime? Next time a, a woman tells me to put a mask on, that's exactly what I'm going to say. Thank you, yeah. Augustine. I'm going to yeah. say, my body, my, my choice. Body, my choice. <laughs> yeah, go get an abortion. <laughs> but that's the whole thing. It's like the people who told you my body, my choice are now the ones demanding yeah. that the government p- give you fucking shots. And somebody just sent this to me. It's like that guy, Paul Joseph Wilson, who's on uh, uh, InfoWars. You know, sometimes he's a little bizarro in the shit that he says. Uh, but he says that airlines are going to demand health passes soon. Damn, dude. So, like, do you travel anymore? That's why you're going to have to have the real ID, or it's going to be in your passport or something. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Damn, I mean, dude. and what do you think about the nanotech, the possibility of having nanotech in some of these vaccines? Yeah, well, that's why they, they you know, the 5G connects to that, right? Because yeah. they have this microfiber now that can conduct electricity, so they put the micro glass or whatever they call it, miso glass, I think yeah. is what it's called. Miso horny glass? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on, dog. They yeah. put that in your bloodstream, and the next thing you know, you're literally hooked up to the 5G network, which requires that kind of bandwidth, right? Because yeah. it, it, five millimeters is, is, I guess, it's space, so it needs to, you know, be able to cover that much space. So there needs to be a small microscopic transmitter in everyone's body in order to keep this 5G. I mean, that's the more fringe theories on 5G, but even if you consider how much damage a kitchen microwave can do to you, it's like there's really no reason why the government should be installing 5G without our consent, right? Dude, if I got to put in a code to like download to buy an airline ticket, I'm just going to be like, "Mom, give me your code." You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you don't really travel. Let me use your code, yeah. you know. Like it's be, it's, I tell you, man, the new fucking black market will be buying goods and services for people who don't want to get the vaccine. Yeah. And you're going to buy them their food, do their shopping, even their banking, like you know, maybe your significant other wants a shot and you don't want the shot, which would really suck. Yeah. They're going to do all your banking for you. Mm-hmm. And like, okay, if I can't travel, then I can't travel. 
Yeah, I'm not, it's so I'm not dumb listening. and it's so obvious. And like, here we are, man. We've been talking about this for fucking ever. And so I, I, I don't like to be black pill cool guy. Okay. <laughs> black pill cool guy who just like, oh, the world's coming to an end. They're going to fucking fuck you up and there's nothing you can do about it. Let's end this on. If you, if we could give advice to people on how to deal with what's going on right now in the world, what would you guys say? What would you guys say to people listening? For me, it's like, you might have to get off the internet for a little while. Yeah. Stop watching the news. Stop being on Twitter and Facebook. Stay on Instagram because that's where the hoes are at. But outside <laughs> of that, get off all that shit. Because that stuff is how they're going to collect your data. Like, you know, people complain about censorship. Guess what? They can't censor you if you're off the app. And once we pull off the app, they lose the most important commodity out there. And that is your data. I think right now it's important to have your own group, you know, if you don't have people that are like-minded in your immediately in your immediate friend circle, you know, don't be afraid to uh try to find some online. I mean, you know, reach out to us on Instagram. I'm always answering the uh Podcast Zero Instagram DMs, but but yeah, man, find your tribe because right now we're going to need to be united and People who are isolated. Are you slinging dick in the DMs? Cause, <laughs> Come on, bro. God, everybody but <laughs> me is getting laid. Well, wait, I got a girl, you're, but you're, that's the point is, you and XG are slinging dicks on these tents. <laughs> listen, listen. Your pictures are on Podcast Zero, not mine, yeah, okay? Yeah. You're pulling all Dude, the chicks. No, fucking XG convinced these two 19-year-olds to go to Vegas, oh, and then geez. they show up, and they're like, where's Tripoli? He's like, oh, dude, he can make it. So we're just like, oh. <laughs> Great. We're just gonna hang the fuck out. That's how he talks, right? <laughs> he does though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, did you guys see how the last episode with uh, the Deftones uh, guy, Steph Carpenter? Dude, dude, did we already talk about this on here? No, dude. The, the, all these music magazines are going fucking nuts right now because he's a flat earther and he's anti-vax, and like it's showing up. On all of these fucking websites right now. Tinfoil hat. Yeah. People talking about tinfoil hat with Sam Tripoli. We'll see. How, I don't know, man. So, guys, uh, this has been fun. I want to thank. Uh, I want. I want to thank Watts Studio for allowing us to use this. I know a lot of you guys want to see uh, uh, Hotep Jesus. Unfortunately, he was running on black time and couldn't make it. And uh, that's the way it is. So I enjoyed this conversation. I'm going to go around one more time and have everybody tell you where they can find you. David? Uh, you can find us at lride-ride.com or sensationalfilm.com. Um, and then, you know, on the social media is Lride Produ- Productions on Twitter and Instagram. Augustino Zoida across the board. It's difficult to spell, so just go to my website, homeschooledpod.com, and check out my podcast and my comedy album. Everything's on there. And I am uh, Mark Steves. You can find me on the My Family Thinks I'm Crazy podcast. We're on Spotify, Patreon, and uh, a bunch of other places. So come check us out and uh, subscribe. Mark, how was it to be on the show and not get yelled at? <laughs> it was awesome, man. You know, we're screaming in agreement. Yeah, screaming of, in uh... agreement. <laughs> guys, thank you so much for doing it. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Uh, we did the best we could. I thought it was a fun show and a great conversation. I love you all, Swarm, and I hope to see you in Philadelphia and then in St. Louis and then New Jersey. I love you all very much. Thank you guys so much. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. We go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. 
from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Tim foil hack. Tim foil hack.